I'm here with Scott Vancourt, uh, who I call my dad uh, in other ways. A lifelong fan. Been a fan since the 70s, so he's basically seen dinosaurs as well. <laughs> um, All right. I can hang up right now. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't hang up. Don't hang up. All right. <laughs> so you have seen South Cowboys win Super Bowls. Uh, something that I have yet to seen, have yet seen. Yeah. Um, you have seen Roger Staubach, uh, Troy Aikman, a lot of quarterbacks, which brings us to uh, the news this week, which is Dak Prescott getting his contract worth $160 million with four years. And I know how you feel about it, but how about you kind of just talk about it a little bit on how you feel? Well, I think Dak Prescott is um, above average as far as a quarterback goes. Um, I think that if he has the right people around him, I think he could probably he could. I mean, they could win Super Bowls, but he has to have the right people around him, and he has to have a good defense. Which, if anybody watched last year, it was embarrassing. I don't like the direction they're going. I haven't really liked. I mean, for being my favorite team, I've been let down so much by the ownership that sometimes it's hard for me to – I mean, you just can't stop being a fan, but, man, it's hard sometimes. It really is. So, yeah, yeah. and just the fact that, you know, they had a chance to get Dak for less money and if they hadn't screwed around and, uh, you know, and uh, just – it's just been a debacle as far as I'm concerned. And now they now they have to pay him $400-some million. So, yeah, I'm not really happy about that. Yeah, I I mean, I knew the Russell Wilson thing was a stretch um, just because Dallas has never been that one to get a big free agent. And, uh, and we would have to – and we would have to give a lot to get Russell Wilson, which would just – probably destroy the defense even more and but it was a pipe dream it was a nice pipe dream i'd say um, yeah <laughs> it uh, was i was kind of excited for it i'm not a big russell wilson fan just because he plays for the seahawks and i can't stand the seahawks so um yeah, yeah. those who don't know we are from portland and anything seattle is really just against god so uh <laughs> <laughs> well not having a, a team of our own we end up having yeah. to suffer through watching every single Seahawks game. I can't even watch them anymore. I don't watch Seahawks games. So if they're the only game on, I'm really not watching them. So I just, I can't stand Seattle. I can't stand the Seahawks at all. Yeah, I I can't really either. I mean, every game they lose, it seems like there's a fight afterwards. But that's going too deep into other things. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I would say that Dak Prescott, uh, it really shows children that if you bitch and moan enough, you'll you'll get what you want. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty <really>. much. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know. Like you said, they don't really have the guys around them. I mean, we have an offense. The offensive line is aging, getting injured. There's no defense to speak of. Um but you can also put that on just the uh, coaching. Um, we've talked about before, it seemed like the defenses out there, there would be wide open guys 
all over the place. It seemed like defense didn't know what they're doing, where they're supposed to be. So you could also put that on coaching, but I mean, well, considering last year, I mean, last year they were considered a pretty good defense, and they looked pretty good last year. So the fall off to this year, and they got a little bit better towards the end of the year, but um, because we didn't have a quarterback, really, we there's no really real good way to gauge just how good they were. So it's it's one of those things that it might have been a little bit of growing pains. I'm not really sure about that, but yeah. Uh, they really need to shore it up. They really need to do something with the defense. We've got to be able to play good defense so that Dak Prescott can, you know, at least we don't have to score, you know, 50 points a game to be able to win a game. That's kind of what I'm looking at. Yeah, and I think with the two running backs we have, uh, it should, I don't know, I think they should run the ball more. I don't think Dak Prescott is the type of quarterback that's going to win you games. He's a quarterback that's going to keep the ball in your hands, you know, make some big plays. But um, he's not like a Roger Staubach, a Russell Wilson type, Tom Brady. Um, he's more of a, a field manager, in my in my opinion. Um, I but, I completely agree. Yeah. 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 I I, just, I think that. I think we need to work on our – I think they've been riding the offensive line too long. They've been um, – th- those guys, like you say, they're starting to get older. And you can see the cracks. I mean, you can really see it. And to if you're able to run the ball, and then you can use play action and all the other stuff. But they – for whatever reason, the one thing that will save your quarterback is running the ball, and they decided somewhere down the line that they're just not going to do that. I don't know. It's It's weird. Yeah. It doesn't make much sense, to be honest, because, I mean, the offensive line looks probably the best when running the ball. Um, I mean, passing, I mean, you know, Andy Dalton's no premier quarterback or anything, but he did not have a ton of time in the in the pocket, it seemed like. And against any good defense, I mean, that offensive line just did not seem to be able to handle it. Um, so it seemed like the – the Cowboys kind of just wasted a really good offensive line uh, the past decade, and now they have to rebuild it. And, I mean, there could be mediocrity for the next five years if they don't figure their stuff out. Well, it all depends on how they do. I mean, I, the problem with Jerry, another problem with Jerry Jones is that he falls in love with his players. Yeah. So, he, I mean, he – Probably just loves his offensive line, and because of that, he has blinders on, which I just can't stand that about him. Just bugs the crap out of me <laughs> that he is. God, I just I want to punch him in the face so bad. He just he'll he'll keep players on the team so much longer than they should be on. And it's time to start, you know, taking plucking those you know offensive linemen out and start you know filling in the gaps. You don't that that way. You don't have to just go okay. That's it. Our offensive line's too old, and let's just go ahead and rebuild the whole thing right now. That's just such a stupid way of going about it. You wait till their contracts up, or you trade them when they when they still have when they still are fairly good, and then you then you can you know like I say you can just keep weaving them into the offensive line until you have a strong offensive line again, and that'd be the way I would do it. I'm not an expert, but it seems like a logical way to go about it. Well, yeah, it just seems like they're repeating history. 
Um, if you look at the stats of Dak Prescott and uh, Tony Romo, um, it's almost identical. Regular season, playoffs. Um, and, I mean, Tony Romo had a great offensive line. Um, he had a few good receivers. I, I would say Dak Prescott definitely has a much better receiving core. Oh, my God. Dak Prescott, I, they're, they're, that's not their problem. Their core is really, really good. They've got three really good wide receivers. So that's not really the problem. It's giving your quarterback time to do what he's got to do and then him not holding on to the ball as long he, as he's got a habit of doing too. So yeah. he's gotten a little bit better with that, but he's still, there's times when you just go, just throw it to the, just throw it to your second or third guy and get rid of it. There's a running back out in the flat, throw it to him. There's, you know, crossing patterns and stuff like that that you can put into your offense to make your, you know, if you don't need to pick up 20 yards, get those, you know, those, that five, six yards at a pop. I wish they'd go more that way with it. Yeah, his pocket presence, I would say, I mean, in the beginning of his career, it was him overthrowing people. I think now he needs to focus on pocket presence because uh, he holds on to the ball, and he has the ability to get out of the pocket, throw the ball, but he just seems like he's stuck <laughs> in the pocket. Uh, well, he he was um, more of the beginning of the – we didn't get a very good um, – you know, we didn't really get to see him throughout the year because he got hurt so early on. But uh, he was running the ball here and there really well when he got the chance to do it. So, I mean, I wouldn't say he doesn't. He, he, it's just when he does stay in the pocket, he he's dangerous for the offense just because he will hold on to that ball a little bit too long. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. But that, I mean, if you look at last season, um, he didn't run it that often. And as soon as he starts started running it uh, this year, this last year, or, you know, this year, it he ends up, you know, snapping his ankle. Um, <laughs> so that so you got to kind of ask yourself: Is he going to be more of a pocket passer? Or you know, because he might be a little too, you might be a little too scared to run the ball now with you know that injury, and you gotta kind of think of like, is he gonna? Are we gonna see a pocket passing quarterback who holds on to the ball too much this next year? I think that's the question we need. You know, you need to ask. Well, I think even if he's even if he's back at a hundred percent, I still think you know that's a mental thing. That's something you have to get over. And for the most part, um, it takes a year, maybe more. Some people really never get over it. And that's where, you know, their careers start to go down. I mean, RG3 was a great quarterback as far as running went, pretty solid passing. But as soon as he got hurt, um, you could really see a decline in his game. So it's, a, it's as far as um, mental toughness goes, quarterback is probably tops in any sport. You got to be because I mean you're under fire all the time, and you're 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 basically in charge of that offense and getting the ball down the field. And if you can't do that, um, you end up becoming mediocre to bad. <laughs> so yeah. it's 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 one of those things. Is he going to be able to mentally get over this, and then go back to being you know the quarterback that he was? 
Yeah. We really, we really need him at a hundred percent. We really do. Well, yeah. Now that, you know, it's obvious that Gary's putting his faith in, you know, in Zach Green, the franchise guy. I mean, it's going to have to be that way. <laughs> you know, you got to, it's Zach now for at least four more years. You know, yeah, sort it is. Of, I don't know. Like, they got they got a lot of focus on this draft, and that's kind of the problem being a primarily draft oriented team, where you don't really get big names free agency, so you really have to get big names in the draft. Um, so, and you only have seven picks <laughs> to to build up a team. You know, when you don't have a great defense, you don't you have a uh, offensive line is getting older. I mean, they got a lot to work on, and I feel like a lot of Cowboys, Cowboy fans probably feel like there's not really much hope of them doing a lot this next year, at least in my opinion. Um, I I agree with that. I I just, you know, the problem we have in the draft is that you either want to be a, a really good team where everybody wants to go, and then which I don't think Dallas is anymore, or you want to be a really bad team for a while so that you can pick up good draft picks, build them up, and then make a team that, you know, can go for a decent run. So I, I, we're just not that type of team. And we, since since those Super Bowls in the 90s, we've kind of fell into this rut where we can win nine, ten games a year. And what that does is it gets you to the playoffs where we inevitably lose <laughs> in the first <laughs> round or second, you know, and it it just ends up making your draft picks washed out. You, you're, you're picking down the line too far, and you're just not getting some of that top-tier talent that you'd like to get. Yeah. And, we, and they're talking. Oh, sorry. That's no. okay. Um, no, go on with what you are going to say. Well, people have been talking since, you know, they got the 10th pick, which is okay. It's not going to be a, you know, team-changing pick. So people are saying that Cowboys should maybe think about trading down, you know, maybe getting something for the future, you know, more draft picks, maybe a player. I mean, what do you think about that? Um, I'm, t- I'm not a really big fan of trading down. I think if you can get – um, let's say this would be a good year to start working on maybe your offensive line, maybe for that 10th pick, you know, you do your research, which I, I would hope that they're doing and you find a good offensive lineman. Or if you're not going to go that way with it, one of our biggest weaknesses, and I think it would help out our secondary is that we're just not getting any rush on the quarterback. So it might not be a bad idea to start filling in some of those guys in the defensive line, you know, mm-hmm. and cause Pass rushing was crap last year, and we need people up there that are going to, you know, that that makes it hard on their quarterback to play. Those are the type of people we need. And as far as that goes, I'm not against going after some linebackers either because we've got one good one now, and I'm not really sure about uh, – uh, what's his face? Vander, the guy who keeps getting hurt. Yeah, Vanderish, sorry. Yeah, I'm really not sure that that guy can stay healthy because he's one of these linebackers that puts everything he's got into into a tackle or going after the quarterback or 
whatever. And a guy like that's great to have, but I mean, they get hurt a lot. I'd rather have a more of a more of a thinking linebacker, somebody who can, you know, he studies a lot and can figure out what the offense is doing and work that way. Because your your linebackers are really kind of the quarterbacks of the defense, and you have to have good, smart uh, linebackers. So, yeah, that's my take on it. I might be wrong, but I I really think that it wouldn't hurt to work on that defensive line and maybe on the linebackers if we can. Well, yeah, the thing about Vanderash is. He is a prototype of Sean Lee, which a lot of Cowboys fans, I mean, you know, you kind of have to love him because he always seems to come back to it. I mean, big downfall of him is he gets injured almost every year. And, you know, it really hurts defense. It affects them every time. So it kind of sucks because he had, you know, Van Der Esch had a great rookie season. And then, you know, injuries started popping up and then the whole, Sean Lee thing started popping up again. Like, oh no, mm-hmm. <laughs> you got this great yeah. linebacker, and then who knows how long he'll last. So, it's uh yeah, it's a, it's a tough deal. It really is. It's it's a hard thing to really. I mean, it, who's next in line? You know, for for a position like that, and is is Vanderesh going to be the type of guy that stays around if you get? another a really good linebacker is he going to sit and just be the guy that you know you bring in for i don't know two or three plays a drive or maybe even less i don't know i just it, i'd hate to lose the guy because he is a good linebacker but i also would like we kind of need somebody in there that can stay healthy so. right so with the whole Dak thing though that now he's he's the franchise quarterback what what are you looking for for the like first pick of the Dallas Cowboys this draft? Um, like I say, I it wouldn't hurt my feelings because um, we've already got. I think we've got all the all the pieces we need as far as firepower goes. You know, getting the ball downfield. I think we need to work on the backbone of the offense, which is the offensive line. If it was, if I had the first pick, it would definitely be an offensive lineman. Okay. And with the tenth pick, you should be able to get a really good offensive line. Not go for the glitz and glory of everything, but get that guy that you know that you can start putting in there, building up your offense. You know, that that type of deal. I think that's the way to go. That's how the championship team teams were built. They were built on having the best offensive line in the league, and they need to get back to it. Right. Well. We are running a little bit out of time, but I would just, I guess the last question I'd say is basically, you. so you think that the offensive line is the weak spot of the Dallas Cowboys, basically? I don't, I don't think it's weak. I think it's getting weaker from where it was. It's not that, it's not a, a great offense. I really, to tell you the truth, never thought they were a super, I thought they were way over touted, even when they were at their best. But um, I still thought they were one of the top offensive lines in the league. And to be able to build a team and have a winning team, I think you need a good offensive line. Or a okay. great offensive line, I should say. Not just good. It has to be great. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just basically patching up the cracks on the offensive line, kind of worry about the defense, hopefully the coaching. They did fire their defensive coordinator. So, yeah, got a new one coming in. Hopefully that works out and 
you know, things get up to speed again. Hopefully, like, the 13-3 and season that they had uh, during Dax and Zeke's rookie years. Um, <laughs> uh, we both remember it was a great year. Couldn't believe it. Actually had some hope. <laughs> and then they get to the then they get to the playoffs, and they turn right back into the Dallas Cowboys. So I, I don't know what happened there. I don't know what keeps happening in the playoffs, but um, we've got to find a way to win in the playoffs. That is the big big thing. But that you gotta go with coaching on that one. That uh, Mike McCarthy, not a big fan first his first year. Um, it, I mean, some boneheaded decisions. I mean, there was games where Cowboys were up by, you know, seven, ten points, three minutes left in the game, and decided to throw the ball six times in a row. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I remember yeah. the game. So I that just – I could not believe they did that. And I should be able to believe it now because it's happened so many times in the past. So, so – I mean, I didn't have a real big O face on because I've seen it before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's hard. I mean, they still find a way to surprise us every every mm-hmm. season. Uh, <laughs> yes, they are, and they're never good surprises. It's never, oh my gosh, uh, it, what a great birthday present! It's usually um, you're going to jail, that type of thing. <laughs> I mean, I'm that's the surprise. This. I'm guilty of this. I thought their defense was going to improve a lot. Uh, I was very wrong. I'm willing to admit that. You know, I thought it was Alden Smith and, all, you know, and uh, Griffin coming in to, you know, help out the defensive line with, like, some veterans. They'll still help us out. And, I mean, still low sacks. And, you know, one of the, I think they're last in sacks this season. Um, you know, have to check that. But, yeah, at the end of the day, uh We'll see what happens this season, and <laughs> I don't think we'll be surprised if it goes if it goes poorly. But hopefully, it doesn't. Hopefully, they they have a pickup year this year. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, Dak stays healthy, um, and we can, you know, and they change the things that need to get changed. And it's it's just I'm hoping for the best as every year I do, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll see if they jerry it up again this year. So, <laughs> well, we can always count on that. I uh, well, thank you for for coming on to the podcast and talking with me. Um, you bet, bud. It's been great having you, and uh, I will talk to you soon. Great being on. Love you, buddy. I'll talk to you later. You. Bye. Bye. And that is Scott VanCourt, my dad. Uh, big fan of the team. Always has something to say about him. Probably go on for about hours, hours and hours on this podcast. But uh, super great to have him on. Give his opinion on the DAC contract, on the future of the Cowboys. And I am calling out. Thank you for listening. <laughs>